P.T. Logan's Five Minutes of Terror. Twisted, troubling tales to send a chill up your spine. Fine Print Donald spent three hours scouring the internet on his phone for the type of program he was looking for. It wasn't even something special or that specific. He just needed something to help him organize his house. An app that would tell him when to clean his living room, when to change the sheets on his bed and flip his mattress, when to water his plants and when to dust the blinds, that sort of thing. Donald very quickly found several apps that did part of what he wanted, but not only did these cost money, money he didn't want to spend, but they all fell a little short. So Donald scrolled and scrolled and scrolled. By the time he'd reached the last page of suggested apps, his eyes were tired and his mind was wandering. Thinking that what he wanted simply didn't exist, Donald was about to give up. And that's when he saw it. The very last suggested app was called Organize, with a capital O and a capital Z in the name. It was exactly what Donald was looking for. An app to help him keep his house clean and organized. What made it even better was the fact that it was completely free. Yes! Donald immediately downloaded the app. It only took a few seconds to install, it was smaller than he'd expected, and when he opened it, he was immediately met with page upon page of what he liked to call the fine print. The text from the company that made the app, telling him that they might use his data to improve it, or to send better ads, or to see what other apps people used, that sort of thing. Normally, Donald would have read all of the fine print before clicking the accept button. Not this time, however. He was too tired. And besides, the fine print was always the same, and there was nothing you could really do about it. He needed this app, and to use it, you had to click accept. There was no way around it. So Donald did just that. He scrolled through the text at blinding speed and clicked accept. His screen immediately went dark. What the heck? Donald double-checked that his phone was still on. It was, then tried to wake it up. Nothing happened. The screen just stayed dark. Confused, he pressed all the buttons on the cell phone at once. Still nothing happened. Thinking that the app might have somehow drained his battery, Donald put it on the charger and then went to bed, annoyed that he still hadn't found the app that he needed. A sound woke Donald. Normally a late sleeper, and a deep sleeper, it took him a while to figure out what was happening. Someone was knocking at his front door. Donald grabbed his phone and checked the time, but it still wouldn't turn on. He looked out the window next and saw that the sun had just started to rise. Donald tucked his head under his pillow and shut his eyes. The knocking persisted. Go away, he shouted. This only made whoever was at the door knock even louder. Sighing, Donald was forced to get out of bed. He groggily walked downstairs and opened the front door, ready to tell the mailman or the kid who wanted to cut his lawn to leave him alone. But he was greeted by a man wearing circular glasses and a strange hat. Hi, the man said, a huge smile on his face. I'm not interested. Go away. Donald tried to close the door, but the smiling man put his hand out and stopped him. I'm here from Organize. Who? Organize. You requested our premium service. I... Donald paused, remembering the app. I didn't request anything. Once again, Donald tried to close the door, but the man shoved it open and stepped inside. Hey, you can't... I'm sorry, sir, the man said, still smiling, but I must enter your home and clean your kitchen. I don't know what you're talking about, Donald protested. 
You should have read the fine print. It was in the contract, sir. Now, please, I need to clean your kitchen. The man literally forced his way into Donald's home. I'm calling your supervisor, Donald said. It was a strange thing to say, but he didn't know what else to do. The man from Organize just continued to smile. Donald hurried upstairs and grabbed his phone. He turned it on, but nothing happened. Then he recalled that his phone wasn't working last night. He tried again to turn it on, but the screen remained blank. With phone in hand, Donald hurried back downstairs. Excuse me, excuse me, I... Donald stopped speaking the second he stepped into the kitchen. It was spotless, completely clean. This morning, he'd had dishes piled high in the sink. The counters covered with them too, and the stove had been filthy. But now, his kitchen appeared brand new. Everything shined and glowed, including the organized employee's teeth. Do you approve of the job? The man asked. Donald was flabbergasted. It's... it's amazing. The man handed him an envelope, and Donald, still in awe at the work that had been done in mere minutes, took it without thinking. I'm glad you've enjoyed organized, sir. Have a nice day. And then the smiling man was gone, leaving Donald alone in his now immaculate kitchen. What just happened, he wondered. What in the world just happened? Donald's phone suddenly rang and he jumped. That's weird, it was just dead. Donald answered. It was his boss, explaining the work he had to do today. There was an urgent order that needed to be filled. Donald tossed the envelope onto the counter, got dressed, and hurried to work. It was a long day. A long, tiring day. When Donald finally made it home from work, he was too exhausted to even use his clean kitchen. He just staggered up to bed and went to sleep. He needed a good eight hours, but in the end, he only got five. Good morning, sir. Donald's eyes snapped open. There was a man standing over his bed, a man wearing an odd hat and glasses. He was smiling. What? Who? But Donald knew what and who. It was the man from Organize. What time is it? It's four in the morning. Now, please, if you would rise out of bed. Get out of bed? Why? How did you get in here? The man's smile never faltered. I need to change your sheets and clean the room. Donald found himself starting to get up, even though he didn't want to. He was still so tired. I, I need to sleep. And you can't be in here. I'm sorry, sir, but I must clean your sheets. It's in the fine print, you see. If you have a problem with this, please feel free to contact my supervisor. This was getting ridiculous. Not only had the man broken into his home, but he was forcing Donald out of bed at this ungodly hour. Donald turned his back to the man as he picked up his phone. The screen was dark, and he couldn't turn it on. It had worked yesterday. He'd spoken to his boss. But now it was a brick. It didn't do anything. I can't call your supervisor, Donald said as he started to turn. Your app ruined my phone. He was greeted with an even bigger smile. Sir, are you not happy with Organize's work? No, I'm... Donald's jaw fell open. His room was spotless. The sheets had been changed, the bed made, the pillows fluffed. The windows had even been washed. How was this possible? I'm glad you've enjoyed Organize, sir. Have a nice day. Donald was speechless and watched the man leave. He was at the front door before turning back. Oh, one more thing. Your payment for our services are overdue. If you would like to avoid additional interest charges or additional action, I suggest you pay the balance in full. Today.
There was something ominous about how he said that last word. It almost sounded like a threat. Payment? The man tipped his hat in the direction of the counter. There was not one, but two envelopes now laying on the sparkling clean countertop. But, but I didn't ask for your service. And even if I did, how can payment be due already? It's been less than 24 hours since you cleaned the kitchen. The man's smile grew even larger, if that was possible. It's in the fine print, sir. Have a nice day. And then he was out the front door, leaving Donald just standing there, more confused than ever. After a few moments, Donald collected himself and hurried to the front door. He looked outside, but the smiling man was gone. Shaking his head in disbelief, he went to the counter, picked up one of the envelopes. He was about to open it when a noise startled him and he dropped it. It was his phone, and it was ringing. Why are you always broken when that man is here? Donald wondered out loud as he answered. Once again, it was his boss, which was strange because it wasn't even five in the morning yet. Lots of work today, Donald. Lots of work. Donald listened to his boss and then hung up. He needed to hurry. Many orders had to be filled today. Eventually, Donald forgot all about organize. He just worked and worked and worked, and when he came home late that night, he was even more exhausted than yesterday. He was asleep before his head hit the pillow. But Donald didn't sleep long. An hour passed, and then, at two in the morning, he heard a sound. It wasn't a knock this time, however. Instead, it was a strange splashing noise. It was coming from outside. Donald, still half asleep and fully tired, stumbled down the stairs and pulled the front door open. Unsurprisingly, he saw the smiling man in the glasses. He was standing in front of Donald's garage, a massive hose in one hand. "'What are you doing?' Donald shouted over the sound of rushing water. The man looked at him. I'm cleaning the outside of your house, he said, as if this was the most normal thing to do at two in the morning. Are you not happy with organizer's work, sir? Donald shook his head. No, I'm not happy. It's... it's the middle of the night. Well, sir, if you're not happy, please feel free to contact my supervisor. Your supervisor? Donald shook his head. No way. I'm going to contact the police. That's what I'm going to do. Without waiting for a reply from the creepy man with the smile, Donald hurried back inside. His phone was on the kitchen table next to the envelopes where he'd left it. And for once, he saw that it was actually on and looked like it was working. He took two steps into the kitchen before there was a blur of movement and the man who had just been washing his house was suddenly standing in front of him. Donald was so startled that he jumped back. I'm sorry, sir, but you cannot enter the kitchen. What? Donald gasped. Why not? Because, sir, it is not your kitchen anymore. Donald was too tired to understand, so he just stared. Then he tried to get his phone again, but the man was much bigger than him and wouldn't let him pass. It's my kitchen. The man, still grinning from ear to ear, shook his head. It is not. You missed payment twice for the work that we've done here in the kitchen. And... As per the fine print of the contract you accepted, your kitchen is now completely and totally owned by Organize. Donald gaped. This couldn't be happening. It didn't make any sense. He tried again to grab his phone, but the man held him back. And that includes everything in the kitchen, sir, including your cell phone. Now, please, I would like to continue cleaning the outside of your house, as per the contract. And I want you to stop. I want you to leave right now. Right this minute. The man just smiled and Donald knew that this wasn't going to work. Fine, he said, throwing up his arms. 
Then I'll go to the police, and when I get back, you are going to jail. Nothing. No reply. Just that creepy smile. The police station wasn't far, and the roads were empty at this time in the morning. He made it to the station in under ten minutes. What can I help you with? The officer behind the desk asked. I need to report a crime. What kind of crime? Donald briefly explained about how the man had broken into his home and cleaned his bedroom and was now power washing the outside of his house. When he was done, he was out of breath. Let me get this straight, the officer began, speaking very slowly. The crime you're trying to report is that someone that you hired through an app is doing an exceptional job of cleaning your house? Donald shook his head and he tried to explain the issue once more. But he was so tired from lack of sleep that the officer wasn't understanding. He won't even let me into my kitchen, Donald exclaimed. He's blocking me from my own kitchen. The cop suddenly nodded. Well, that is a crime. All I need is to see a copy of your ownership papers and I can definitely help you out. Ownership papers? Donald shook his head. They're back at my house in my room. Can you, can you come with me? I'm sorry, but I'm not allowed to leave unless I have proof that a crime has been committed. If you were to bring me a copy of your ownership papers, then I will be able to come back to your house and remove the unwanted party. Donald, frustrated as well as tired now, went back to his car and drove home. At first, he drove right by it. This was also strange, considering that he lived in the same home for nearly ten years now. He drove around the block and eventually stopped in front of his house. It was nearly unrecognizable. So clean was the outside that the bricks had changed color and the windows looked brand new. The smiling man in the hat and the glasses had done his cleaning and was now apparently gone. Donald rushed into his house and ran up the stairs, taking them two at a time. His bedroom door was closed and when he tried to open it, he found it locked. This was also odd because his bedroom door didn't have a lock. It was probably the lack of sleep or just the general confusion of the past two days. But for some reason, Donald knocked on his own bedroom door. More surprising still was that he heard it unlock and then the door slowly opened. The man in the glasses peered out. I need to get into my room, Donald exclaimed desperately. I'm sorry, sir, but this is no longer your room. Donald felt like crying now. I just... Please, I need to get something out of my desk. That's it. I'll be, I'll be one minute, no longer. The man was smiling so large now that it looked as if his face might split in two. Sir, as per our contract, you missed two payments and thus your room and everything in it is the property of Organize. But how can I pay? I don't even know how much I owe. I don't know where to send the money, Donald cried. I can't even get into the kitchen to get the envelopes because I can't go in there. Sir, are you, are you happy with Organize's work? I, I, Donald was going to say that he hated the work, that he wanted them to stop, that he wanted to go back to before he ever downloaded the stupid app. But he knew that Mr. Smiley would just tell him to call his supervisor with a phone he no longer had access to if it worked in the first place. Donald made one final attempt to enter the bedroom, but the man placed a hand in the center of his chest. Donald gave up. He went back to his car, tears streaming down his cheeks, and drove to the police station. There was a long lineup now, and he was forced to wait three hours before standing in front of the same cop as earlier. He recognized Donald and said, 
Did you return with the ownership papers? Donald shook his head. I, I can't. My, 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 my room. I can't get into my bedroom. He was trying not to become hysterical. Well, I'm sorry, but... He blocked me, Donald shouted. He put his hand on my chest and wouldn't let me enter. The officer's eyebrows raised. This man, this house cleaner, he physically assaulted you? Donald thought about it for a moment. It wasn't a punch, wasn't even a push, not really. But Donald saw no other way out of this. Yes, yes, that's it, he assaulted me. Take me to your house, the officer said, standing. Finally, Donald thought, finally, I'm going to get my house, my life back. The officer offered to follow Donald in his squad car, and they drove single file to his home. It was dawn now, and Donald made sure to drive really slowly so as not to miss his house again. He found it. Only it was different. It was still impossibly clean, but there was now a giant sign near the roof that read, Organize, written with the characteristic capital O and capital Z. He parked and got out of his car. The officer joined him. This is your house? The officer asked, sounding doubtful. Yes, but that's not my sign. The officer looked confused, but nodded. Maybe it's better if you stay here while I go speak to this man. Donald wanted to cry again. He could only nod and watch the officer walk up to the door and knock. He saw the smiling man answer it, and they exchanged words. Twice, the officer looked back at him, a frown on his face. A moment later, he saw the man in the glasses show the officer something on his cell phone. His cell phone. Hey, that's my phone, Donald shouted. The officer held out his hand, silencing him. The two men looked at the phone for several moments before the officer nodded, and started to walk back toward Donald. Why didn't you take my phone? It's my phone, Donald exclaimed. Sir, can you please turn around? The officer asked. What? Turn around? I want my phone. I want my house. Sir, turn around now. Donald, now fully crying, did as he was asked. His hands were roughly pulled behind his back, and he felt cold handcuffs snap on both wrists. Why? Why are you doing this? The officer spun him around and forced him into the back seat of the squad car. Then he got behind the wheel. Please, I don't understand what's going on, Donald pleaded. The officer cleared his throat and turned to look at him through the plexiglass divider between the front and back seats. Sir, that is not your home. What? No, I... You were trespassing. Donald opened his mouth, but no words came out. The police officer pulled out his own cell phone and pulled up the organized app. Donald stared in horror as he opened it and showed him the pages upon pages of fine print, the ones that Donald had ignored and simply clicked accept. Yes, you were. You tried to get into the bedroom, which was no longer your property. It's right here in the fine print. Donald sobbed. And now it seems that your entire house belongs to organize, and you, sir, are under arrest for trespassing. Donald broke down completely, crying so hard that his chest hurt and his eyes ached. But they do such a good job, the officer said, mostly to himself. He peered out the windshield at what used to be Donald's house. Maybe, maybe I'll get them to clean and organize my house, too. Then he looked back at Donald. There was a creepy smile on his face, a smile that looked eerily familiar. But I'll be sure to read the fine print. 
P.T. Logan's Five Minutes of Terror. Twisted, troubling tales to send a chill up your spine.